I've always been there. He's there through your trials. He's there when you wake up in the morning and you brush your teeth. Father, we love you. I ask that you save every soul in this building, those who are pretending to be saved, and all those who are. I worship you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That, that that actually wasn't that bad. I thought you were going to do something way cheesier than that. That was my uh, that was my end of a sermon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The closer. Yeah, the closer. You, you got to close yeah. it. My mine. Yeah. If I had to make fun of a sermon, it would just be Andy Stanley being like, <laughs> nothing about Jesus, nothing about God, just being like, don't you want to be a good dad? <laughs> yo, don't you want to be good? Yo, don't you want to be? Don't you want to be a good dad? Like, here's yeah. how you be a good dad, guys. We don't need to talk about Jesus. We don't. And I've also given Andy Stanley a southern. accent I was gonna say, no when did Andy Stanley? He has a southern accent become... now. Don't you want to be a good dad, Brian Kemp? <laughs> Let's not talk about Jesus. Let's not talk about oh, sin. Andrew. Let's not talk about unfun things. Here's how you be a good dad, brother. So four steps. All right, guys. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about churches. And I thought a good way to start this off would be tell me. <laughs> Every single church you've ever been to, like like semi regularly. So tell me about like the one you grew up in and your thoughts about it. Like briefly, like just hit the hit the, the names high of them. No, 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 just the hit. types. Yeah, yeah, like types and tell me a little bit about it. Grew up in a uh, Southern Baptist church in uh, Smyrna. I'm from Marietta. S- Smyrna. Oh, Marietta. Is it still there? Uh, it's it, the church is the building is it's uh, it was Olive Springs Baptist Church. The church is now I think like a kind of like a Spanish Pentecostal church. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. but building's still there. Uh, building's old. Um, I think uh, grew up in that. It was very like suit and tie Southern Baptist, but also like really cool young youth movement there. It was uh, very '90s post Jesus movement evangelical. Baptist, Southern, yeah, type thing. Um, went prodigal from 13 to about 30, came back to uh, Passion City Church, um, mm-hmm. where uh, I met almost everybody I know in my community, uh, uh, including yourself, um, which is, I would, I don't think mega church is the right name, because when you actually look at the attention's a mega church. Well, no? here's, well, the, Hey guys, this is Andrew. We lost about five minutes of audio here because of a recording snafu, but I wanted to sum up some of the points that were made. So Daniel finished talking about how he grew up. Um, he talked about a church called Six Flags Over Six Flags Over Jesus, um, and then Daniel talked about how Passion's brand is a big deal, and basically Passion is more of a brand than it is a huge Southern Baptist megachurch. You know, Passion people think of it as a brand; they don't think of it as just a big Baptist church. Uh, then Daniel talks about how he's been going to the square church. He talks about how small and how punk rock it is. Um, talks, we talk about how passion is hipstery. He talks about how square is smaller and it's stripped down and it's similar to Grace Midtown. Uh, and then Aunt, I go on to talking about how I grew up, which is that I grew up in a PCA church, uh, you know, learning very intense theology from a young age, you know, learning about God's wrath and limited atonement from a young age. I learned that everyone deserves to go to hell from a young age um, and that we only get to heaven through God's mercy. 
then Daniel mentions something crazy James White said, and then we get into arguing about Calvinism as usual, and then the discussion picks up right here. God, Jesus himself, <laughs> Jesus himself said, no man can come to me unless the Father draws him. So, you know, that's Jesus Somewhat the Calvinist. You. Jesus the Calvinist. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> or you could argue that... <laughs> Jesus also said that it uh, that that he, he he loved the whole world. It is his de- <laughs> his desire that everyone would be saved. Jesus didn't say that. Paul First uh, Timothy uh, says that he desires that all come to a knowledge of the truth. Or First Peter, Second Peter. Yeah, maybe yeah. First Peter. First yeah, Timothy, I, ha- I had to correct which book because you corrected me. Yeah, so yeah. I had to, I had to my pride. I had to. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No one can come. So 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 you're saying that. You're saying that it's a mystery. I, but, but, oh, it's a mystery. It's a yeah. mystery. <laughs> okay. So um, anyway, so I grew up in a frozen chosen uh, PCA Presbyterian church, and it has been really good for me to. So since I have w- went to Camp Westminster growing up, which, which is our church camp, and that was like a real formative that time sounds for like me. The most reformed place of all. Oh time. no, dude! It's actually really fun. Camp Westminster. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> doesn't it sound like a bunch oh my of white gosh, kids? Dude. Doesn't it sound like a oh. bunch of white dude? Camp Westminster was actually we did we like burned a horse one time. We like we were super dude. What? We did we did super scary. Okay, Wait, what do you mean you I, burned I, a horse? I, I, so I was on the work crew. I was on the work crew, and we had to like this is my favorite story from camp. We had to bury horses. Sometimes because like they have like thirty or forty like a horses. real horse, yes, a real horse. So they had thirty or forty horses at the ranch ranches that kids had to had to ride. But occasionally a horse would die, and it was and, you gotta and, get out there and you gotta learn how to. <laughs> dude, and the horses are like a horse is like twelve hundred, fifteen hundred pounds. Like a horse is freaking heavy, and so they would get the work crew guys, us fifteen and sixteen year old boys, to dig a hole. And that's uh, really why why it, you guys were out there to yeah, help with that. It wasn't to learn Reformed theology. It was to help bury horses. It was, dude, it no, was no, a Ponzi no. scheme. We, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. We, kidding. we like, we like, Camp Westminster was awesome. We, we like, dug trenches. We like, lawn, did lawn gardens. So you had to burn a horse because you didn't have uh, a hole or what? <laughs> no, basically, uh, we were, uh, we were supposed to bury this horse, but it was like dinner time and we were lazy. And so we were just like, just like set the horse on fire and walk away. <laughs> oh wow! So I remember we burned uh, we burned a horse one time. Anyway, that, that's I don't know why yeah. I picked. The Either most... way, it was it was done in it his was... sovereignty. He decreed it. So go ahead. He decreed it. He yeah. decreed it. So anyway, campus minister was awesome. I did um I did <laughs> RUF in college, which is like the PCA thing in college. Is that like reformed YWAM? What is that? <laughs> it is. It's so reformed. They basically take hymns and then make the music like a little bit better. Um. <laughs> Dude, and then uh, and then I, I like I, I didn't walk away from the Lord for a few years, but I was I was definitely like not I was not regularly going to a church for quite a few years during college and then even out of college, and then I remember in 2011 I had this incredible experience at this uh, PCA church in Midtown that I went to, and then then and then I visited another church called uh, Renovation for a while, and then in 2015 I finally landed at Passion and I met an incredible group at Passion, and so. I've been a part of a lot of churches. I've gone to a lot of churches, and that is what we are talking about today is the different sizes of churches. Um, And so just wanted to give one major caveat before we go forward is when we talk about—I was Googling, like, like megachurch junk, 
And a lot of people, when they hear megachurch, they think like Joel Osteen and Creflo Dollar. Now Hillsong with the whole yeah. documentary and all that, yeah. Discovery documentary, yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? No, and honestly, just super quick on that. I, I look, there's I'm sure that there are like things in it that are 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 you know, I'm not here to be an apologist for any mm-hmm. church that right. does things wrong. Newsflash, the church is full of people, not to excuse anything, but I, I kind of feel like like American Gospel, right? Like as as reformed as that. Do- Have you seen American Gospel? Oh yeah, it's so good. I, I I love it. It's it's super super reformed. It was like it like the whole thing with American Gospel. The issue. I don't even say the issue, but just what it is is it's let's expose prosperity gospel mm-hmm. and works based theology. <laughs> but re- then the answer is reformed <laughs> theology. Right? Uh, so, but here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. It's still a gospel. It's reformed, but it's mm-hmm. a gospel uh, answer yeah. to a heresy. Yeah. When I see like secular companies, secular when I, when, when I when I see people outside of the church make documentaries, I know that their only intention is to tear down the church. So I know yeah, that to yeah, answer yeah. your question, yep, yep. I don't know that I'll watch that because there's I, yeah, is was, there going to be a downer man? I turned the, it off. Is there yeah. going to be anything? Mm-hmm. Was there anything in the however many minutes you watched that was like, oh, this is what it actually should look like? This is what a gospel said. So, like, no, if if no. if uh, if um, I don't know, pure flicks or like, <laughs> uh, if if Christianity Today or, or, or if it was like a Mark Driscoll if, thing, if, and again, if, if the guys who did Facing the Giants made it, I'm in. Yeah, but Ridley <laughs> Scott directed it. If the guys who did Fireproof made it, I'm in. But if Ridley Scott, <laughs> if Ridley Scott if does Cam- it, if Kurt Cameron made it, it, it yeah, t- yeah, no, look. <clears throat> If uh, if uh, if, a if pagan makes it not interested, not if it's about the church. Yeah, yeah no. Like not. I like like if you're not offering if you again, mm. I, I talked about American gospel to use the the other side of the coin as much as 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 many issues as that I may have with the uh, Marcel podcast is, is as kind of I don't want to call it progressive but as very flirting with progressive Christianity and deconstruction and egalitarianism uh, as 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 Christianity Today is, I think, and that podcast was, they still came at it from a "Hey, this is what a gospel yeah. should look like." So, no, I don't, I don't have really any interest in watching uh, some secular, you know, Disney Plus uh, yeah. or Discovery Plus, whatever yeah. culture dissected the, you know, the church, yeah. the Bride of Christ. Yeah. So, but, uh, but, so basically, what we're talking about here, though, I just wanted to clarify: we're we're not defending. Horrible megachurches with bad theology who abuse people. Like, like we're not b- defending the Creflo Dollars, the Benny Hens, the Joel Osteens. Th- those are literal heretics. Like, yeah, yeah. Jo- Joel, o- sure. Joel yeah. Osteen like doesn't preach anything close to the. I mean, he preaches something close to the gospel, but Joel Osteen is working against uh, biblical. Like, like, there's nothing biblical in what Joel Osteen is saying. There's nothing biblical in what Benny Hens. Those people are it's, opposed it's, it's, to... It's not the gospel. It's not the gospel. Those people are opposed to Christianity. So I wanted to make it clear that we're talking... What we're talking about today is a large biblical church, you might say a mega church, and a small biblical church. And I wanted us to compare and contrast like those those two things today. Um, and I also want to put a note here. One could argue that mega churches are not elder-led and are not biblical churches, but we'll save that for another day. 
So, um, uh, what are the advantages? So, I kind of put it under four, four, four headings here. What are the advantages of a biblical small church? What are the advantages of a biblical megachurch? What are the disadvantages of a small church? What are the disadvantages of a biblical megachurch? Um, so, just starting with what are the advantages of a biblical small church, in your opinion? <clears throat> Uh, intimacy, um, these are generalizations, uh, intimacy, uh, I think generally you see a bigger focus on, I've only, I've only been to like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm viewing it from the lens of, of our, um, of the Acts 29 church that we yeah, went what to do you recently, think? because dude. There's there's small churches with bad theology. I was gonna say because I was I was about to say well I was about to say discipleship yeah. too, but it's like yeah, this is what I was telling uh, Bree the other day is like I kind of brought up what you said and like let's just get into it, guys. Yeah, people people criticize like people can criticize a place like let's say Passion City Church where it's like well you know you have like lukewarm Christians there who they're just going there because mm-hmm. it's cool mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You do have that at Passion mm-hmm. City Church. Mm-hmm. You know what else you have at a bunch of these small churches too, though? You have lukewarm Christians <laughs> that feel like they're in the know because they go to their little intimate small church yeah. and they're not a part of that mega church culture. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They're, be, they check they check the same box. They're just not cool hipsters, but mm-hmm. they they're checking the same like, mm-hmm. bro. No matter where you go. You're going to have people that love that are on fire. For, you said it yourself when yeah. we went. We 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 attended uh, with our with our girlfriends uh, 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 Easter at Passion on uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. and uh, you said yourself you like you've met people at Passion that are more on fire for the Lord than oh, uh, than 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 some of the people at your small super freaking theologically yeah. accurate church. Yeah, yeah. So so my whole point is to just real quick. Every church is going to have people that are on fire. Mm-hmm. And lukewarm people, yeah. It, it, yeah. Like a lot of people pick a church culturally; they mm-hmm. don't just pick it, you know. So, so it's it's look. And if you have a bigger church with more people, yes, you're going to have more of that. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's funny that people assume, oh, you're going to a theologically intense small church, so there's like accountability and there's less of a. Uh, you're the real Christian. Yeah, yeah. So you're the real Christian. You're not. You're not flying under the radar. You want accountability, and yet. I met more people at that small church, and I'm not, I don't want to paint in broad strokes because there's some sweet, awesome people there, but I also met a lot of people there who were very much checking a box. And mm. I have met more people, and then, and then I've met people at Passion who are the furthest thing from checking a box, who like are, they're not just serving on Sunday, they're serving on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're doing stuff on Friday. Like, like there's no... You, well, you, yeah, that speaks Dude, to yeah. Pe- people. People are people, and you have to. Um, well, the door holders are what make passion what it is, right? Yeah, dude, I mean, and it's, like, it, dude, I, I and they met, love the Lord, and they love making what like that. Yeah, yeah it's just such a special. Dude, thing. dude, I have met more. I have met more people on fire for the Lord at Passion than I have often met at small theologically perfect churches, because sometimes the whole theologically perfect thing it doesn't open you up like like just because your theology is perfect doesn't mean you're surrendered to the spirit totally you know and so um i think i think this dichotomy of like oh we're a small church and we have good theology therefore we're more serious about the lord no like are you surrendered and yielded to the holy spirit because i've met so many people who are surrendered and yielded to the holy spirit at passion 
Totally. And when you I know. say, just for clarity, I, when I say door holders, I, I mean anybody who serves. And if you're on staff, obviously you're a, you're, you're, your whole life is serving. So I mean that yeah. like staff as well. Like, yeah. But staff, and there's more door holders than there is staff. Like, and, and, and Passion has such an opportunity for people to serve. Um, again, let's just, let's just, let's just keep yeah. it a buck. Like, we, uh, we love Louie, and we think that mm-hmm. we've talked about this, dude. Yeah. We think that Louis, dude, Louis has a, if I, remember, I think he has a PhD or he has like a doctorate mm-hmm. in like theology. Louis, he, he actually got pretty intellectual on uh, the Easter. Dude, he message. did. In a, that was a freaking <laughs> William Lane Craig Easter, yeah. dude. Yeah. I love that. Um, he was taking, he was hanging out dude, with Daniel before his, he did that. Dude, his, that's funny. His, dude, his favorite, uh, his favorite, uh, like, dude, he likes Tozer. Yeah, that's like yeah. his. That's like his Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. I read Tozer, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, this is too over my head. Yeah, yeah I'm done. He's I mean, out there. He's spacey. So, He's cosmic. So, so the whole point, like, Louis, you made this point, and I think this is a good point. Louis, I think, feels like, are you going to get the same thing by listening to Louis Giglio on a Sunday that you would get from even Tim or, like, Watching apologetics videos, or or or, or go listen to Michael Youssef, or listening yeah, to yeah. Uh, 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 James White or Jeff Durbin, or or or, or yeah, dude, whoever. Dude, no, dude. check it out. Yeah. But but like you said, Louis, dude, if we're aware of that, you know who else is aware of that? He is. He is. <laughs> so yeah. Louis knows. He, he knows kind of to doing. to your point. If you want to yeah. talk about that. He has a mission. Mm-hmm. What do you? Th- what were you saying about dude, that, dude? I, w- I was saying, at Passion, in in addition to you meeting a variety of people at a variety of different levels of, yeah. of their in their Christian walk, Passion is more like a big stream. There's a lot of fish coming in and out, and Louis is doing a great, simple gospel message that gets a lot of people to show up. And I think it is the job of more seasoned believers there to catch those fish mm, and that's really and, good. and educate yeah. them and and put the, push them along in their faith faith. And so there's a there's more of an opportunity to disciple and to witness and to find baby Christians and grow them into more mature Christians. There's more of an opportunity to do that at Passion, but I wouldn't be able to do that if Pat if Louis wasn't giving a very simple gospel message. And I think we, we need more churches like Passion City that are giving a more stripped-down, simple gospel message that is the gospel because it gets a lot of people in. Um, what, what Passion is doing is it's removing all of the barriers to entry that churches usually have. Like, they're weird, and they smell funny, and they're dark, and, and there's creepy people there. Or Judgmental going, people. What? Judgmental, Judgmental people. Judgmental people, yeah. yeah. It, it's like... I think I think I don't want to say passion is the future of the church, but passion is the future of a kind of church that is sort of a feeder church that people feel very very comfortable going to because of of the simple gospel message because of you know celebrities go there or celebrities will be on stage often and and passion passion wants to make um Christianity as palatable and friendly and remove as many barriers as possible to, to people considering Jesus. Right. And that's and that's a beautiful thing. So so the flip side to that would be how do we make sure that we do not become so seeker sensitive or so watered down that we compromise 
the gospel and uh, carrying your cross hmm. and um, dying to yourself mm-hmm. and true discipleship and the mm-hmm. true cost of what it is to follow Jesus. Yeah. Um, and not just check a salvation box to get, you know, f- you know, eternal fire insurance, as Elisa Childress calls it, um, at an altar call one day and put in a light bulb. But how do we actually explain what that means to actually put your faith and follow Jesus? I think Louis does a, a great job of medium that because um, while it may not be the most theological dense thing, mm-hmm. which, again, you, you people need milk when they first come in. You can't feed yeah. a baby steak. Yeah. yeah. Um, Louis doesn't stray away from sin. I was talking to Bree about that uh, Sunday uh, after we went to the square for Easter as well. Um, Louis he, doesn't stray he, away from sin. He also doesn't stray away from God's glory, which is a should be a very unpalatable uh, topic to a person's flesh. Like, yeah, they don't want to hear about God's glory. Yeah, they don't she had a about- friend. She was telling me about her friend that was like kind of upset that he talked about God's wrath. Oh, sorry. That's part of his love. Yeah, yeah. Do you, are you glad when a judge yeah. pronounces wrath on his wrath on a murderer? Yeah. That makes you happy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So all that to say, uh, the flip side, though, the thing that, like, like, and again, uh, the pa- uh, Pastor Phil at the square, uh, when I had coffee with him once, he told me, or the only time I've met him, but he, uh, he was telling me how, like, kind of compared churches to, I love this analogy, compared churches to... Uh, if anybody played Madden or any type of my character <laughs> build video game growing up, you have a s- certain amount of points and you mm. can distribute them based off what you want, but you mm. don't have unlimited points. So mm. you you may have a really strong character and you mm. want to have his strength at a 97, but mm. that means his endurance may be at a 50 or he may mm. be super, uh, 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 sp- his speed may be off the charts, mm. but then his strength may be low. That's a good analogy. And he compared that to kind of how churches are, where it's like some churches are going, they're evangelists. That like mm-hmm. you, basically what we're talking about with passion is evangelism, yeah. just in a word. Yeah. Their evangelism meter is going to be off the charts. They're mm-hmm. going to be mm-hmm. great at, they're going to be just little Billy Grahams. Yeah. Suspectable. Their discipleship suspectable, might yeah. be lower. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously, you may have a church where discipleship, learning, mm-hmm. spiritual formation, and things like that are off the charts, but mm-hmm. how big are your resources? How big are your hands and feet? How big are the reach? So it's just, it's mm-hmm. one of those things. Mm-hmm. But in all that to say, the flip side of the quote unquote mega church or big church or seeker friendly church would be not becoming, because we would agree. Now, I wouldn't say this about passion. I think, again, I think that passion, I think that Louis is very aware of everything that we're saying. I think that their team is. And I think that they do the best job of any of the quote-unquote massive churches of understanding Mm -hmm. what that line is. Mm -hmm. Um, And they don't always get it right, but no church always gets it right. Mm -hmm. But I think the question then becomes, how do you, and again, I'm not going to watch that documentary Mm -hmm. But how do you not become that hill song? Because we yeah. would say that that is that is the danger of flirting with celebrity. That is the mm-hmm. danger of flirting with. Okay, it's just about making people feel good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I think to to go back to your original question, you were talking about how do you? Um, I, I think. Oh, so so you were asking how do you not get caught up in that uh, very simple gospel? Just thinking that that bare minimum theology. I think it's like. Look, when you and Bree and I are at Passion talking to people, we see the huge distance between where they are and like what, like, dude, in my connect group, 
I see a huge distance between like where the people I meet are and like where a you know a, a semi respectable person who like understands the gospel and understands the Bible is, and we see that huge gap. What where I think the 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 caution for us would be is if we were is if we were so focused on like making church attractive to that person that we were compromising our theological principles mm. and like throwing all of our theological principles out just to be it's like oh because dude really at the end of the day people don't want to be it, it's it's like me trying to look like an 18 year old 18 year olds don't they're not going to respect you if you oh man yeah i'm just going to shave my head and wear what 18 year olds wear because i really want to appeal there's something pathetic about like Oh, yeah. you're trying so hard to ap- appeal to an 18-year-old. That is not the goal. The goal is to bring the 18-year-old to maturity, to bring the baby believer that you meet at passion, to bring them to maturity. And so, I think as long as we don't get it flipped and think, "Oh, I need to I need to dumb myself down to make myself more relatable." That's that's the that 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 would be the danger, but I think Bree, I'm sure you do and Bree does sees like Oh, there's this huge gap between the the people that I meet at Passion and the distance that they need to go, and that is my purpose is getting them there. Sure, I would just say that I think that one of the things, and at post COVID, man, it's really weird. Like, I'm connected to Passion. I take New Testament school. Bree and I both do New Testament school. Square. Mm-hmm. I attend the square some Sundays. Mm-hmm. I like. I, I. I. see my. I like. It's weird. I don't feel like drawn out of passion mm-hmm. necessarily, but I. Mm-hmm. I feel led to a, to go more to the square. Mm-hmm. And I've prayed about this, man. And it's like I. I. I I've always been very. I was talking to Bree about this the other day. I've always been very like kind of old. You know. You know. For the most part, pretty old school. Like you need to pick a church. You need mm-hmm. to fully plug in. And I do think, especially mm-hmm. once you settle down and have a family, that's definitely uh, there's value in that. Mm-hmm. But man, like part of me, like I've, again, I don't, I feel, I don't feel this have to pick one or the other right now. I don't feel this type of like, because, because here's the thing, part of what I see Brie giving these other, let's say new fishes in the stream of Passion City are things that she's learned at the square. Huh. And that's not to say she hasn't learned truths from passion. Of course she has. Uh, She's been there a long time. You're saying if she had stayed at passion, and she wouldn't have that stuff. No, I say that. But well, some of it, I've maybe, seen, maybe, I've yeah, seen within, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Because again, and that's not, I, like, yeah, for sure. Because yeah. they are they are more focused on the new believer mm-hmm. and the simple gospel, mm-hmm. which is fine. Mm-hmm. I would say, though, you, we we have to figure that. And granted, there's core classes and all that, and mm-hmm. you know they, they're they're they every, they're always trying to improve, um, like any church. But um, and this conversation isn't strictly about passion. It's more so about yeah. like that's just our 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 personal example of the quote unquote big church. Mm-hmm. Um, but think about this though, when you're talking about helping baby fishes along, mm-hmm. okay, who who are your go tos for? Steak for spiritual steak. Is it Louis? Uh, no. Okay. Who is it? Uh, I like Tim. There's, there's, there's a lot of Stephen Furtick. Like. <laughs> Who else? Uh, guys. Creflo Dollar. Creflo Dollar. T.D. Jakes. Creflo Dollar. He's up there. But you're uh, a big Bill Johnson guy. You've always said. <laughs> oh God. Uh, dude. Yeah. I mean, your Tim's, your John Pipers. 
I, I, I'll dabble with the reformed guys just to see like what's just keep what, you honest. Me too. Just keep yeah, me honest. For sure. Dabble sure. with the reformed guys. I really, I really like a black pastor named Tony Evans. Um, just because Tony Evans is a goat, man. Dude, he gets me outside of my like little white bubble and like absolutely. He, I really Tony Evans is solid. Um, uh, who's that? Who's that black reformed guy? Um, well, Vody's Vody's like James Wedd and Jeff Durbin. He's like in that like that. Oh that yeah, Justin yeah, yeah. Peters, yeah, Doug he's Wilson. like let him burn, let him burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Don't pull him out. <laughs> yeah, no, but like yeah, I dip my toe in those guys too. Yeah, like, no, but it's good yeah. to honestly. Tim hits me on a on a on a much higher level than than Louis does, and so um, I mean, Tim is like my dad basically. Yeah, like, yeah I yeah. can. I'll never. I will never not want to listen to a Tim yeah. sermon. And so, um, well, every single yeah. Tim sermon is great. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, dude. I thought about. But my point, my you, point for, for twelve hundred dollars. You did you do it for twelve hundred dollars? You could buy his entire sermon collection. Really? On a, yeah, on his website, it's like, hey, do you want every? Do you want? Uh, is it a file? Yeah, it's like, do you want four thousand ten ser- Tim sermons? Here you go. It's twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> you know why it's twelve hundred dollars? Because there were twelve disciples. <laughs> There dude, was one who had twelve. Dude, uh, dude, dude uh, what if I bought it? It just copied it onto USB. <laughs> just put, put it on LimeWire. <laughs> put it on LimeWire. Yo, yo, How bad dude! I want to meet it? the guy. I want to meet the guy who, in like 2002, was ripping uh, Keller, sermons Keller sermons off of like yeah, yeah, yeah. off of like Frostwire or yeah, something. Frostwire, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but my point is, you're only able to do that successfully. And I feel like this is the danger, even at a place like Passion, is that, uh, or any church that is primarily focused on. So we can talk about the dangers of, of the small church too, but mm-hmm. uh, that maybe not dangers, too strong of a word, but the uh, there's dangers. At the a small thing church. to look out for. Well, I just mean it. it either one of them. The thing to look out for at a church at a, at a place that is primarily, you know, simple gospel, seeker sensitive, or, or 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 you know, you know, new believer or or non believer focused is. If there's a lot of milk going around and you're coming in, let's say a new believer, and you get fed spiritual milk, mm-hmm. and it's the gospel, mm-hmm. and you you get saved or whatever, mm-hmm. a large I, I what I see a lot is then immediately turn around and start feeding other people milk and making a way. Ooh, so really what you just have uh-huh. is this circular milk factory milk party. where these fish yeah. it's a milk party. So yeah. you have these yeah. fishes that are literally swimming into and so uh-huh. you, you have new fishes that uh-huh. then become you know, mm-hmm. volunteer or door holder fishes to help other fish drink milk. And then they're drink all milk. just, you're all just drinking a bunch of milk. Yeah. Yeah. Therefore there has to be, and again, that's why core classes are there and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. I love. I would love mm-hmm. to see a lot more of that maybe mm-hmm. on, on Sundays and, and more of that incorporated, mm-hmm. but it's just all that to say, I think that the, the one thing to make sure that, that if you, if you attend and are deeply plugged into a place like passion or a big church is that you're, you're feeding on steaks somewhere, or you're, wherever you're at in your spirit. Mm-hmm. If it's mashed potatoes, if it's whatever, wherever you're at, where you what you need, you're graduating and you're continuously growing. That way, you can continuously feed mm-hmm. uh, those new fishes. Otherwise, I, mm-hmm. otherwise, again, it's going to continue to be a, a, mm-hmm. a, a milk party. But l- real quick, lastly, I know I'm going, up, but I just want to say the counter to that is if you're just at your church where you just eat filet mignon and you're just talking about, you know, reform theology or, 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 or predestination or, or whatever, mm-hmm. but you never evangelize or you never whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's not really, yeah. that's that, that you're missing something as well. So yeah, it goes both ways. 
Dude, and also I think I think we have a duty if if anyone at Passion is kind of like, yeah, I'm just kind of not getting anything out of the Louis sermons anymore. I would tell that. Look, I have a very specific reason for coming back to Passion, and it's not to hear Louis sermons. Um, it's because I want to be a mentor and help grow people. But if I if I was at that stage in my life where I had just been introduced to Christianity for a few years, I had been feeding on milk and I was ready for meat, I would go to a small church with 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 like really good teaching so that I could grow in that way. Yeah. And 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 if I met somebody at Passion who was like, "Yeah, I'm just kind of kind of over the mega church thing, kind of over the milk, we should direct those people to Square or we should direct those people to you know, the Acts 29 church that we were going to, or like, you know, Perimeter is a very theologically good church, but like direct those people to churches with more meat because like that is a, that is a, that is a, uh, a, that's an important formative like part of their growth. I'm only going back to passion because I'm like, okay, I've had enough filet mignon. I don't want to just sit around and eat filet mignon with five other people. Right. I've had a lot of filet mignon. I'm ready to like, go back and 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 help people grow now you know absolutely um do you think okay do you think there's any <clears throat> legitimacy to this I, I wrote down what are the advantages of a biblical small church generally harder to fly under the radar unnoticed so i think sometimes at passion and at a mega mega church your simple to to your point of feeding on milk it it doesn't go deeper and you don't become more serious about your faith because it's you're just checking a box at passion. There's certainly people who come to passion, they like the non-accountability. Exactly. They right. like they like nobody in their business. Right. They like and I think there's a lot of people who They like that certain topics are not going to be discussed mm-hmm. on a wide scale. Mm-hmm. They yeah. like that certain topics are not discussed. They like that there's no nobody forcing accountability on them. It's comfortable. It's comfortable. That's what I mean by yeah. the flip side to that is that you have to be careful to not become so seeker sensitive. And I don't see seeker sensitive in it. I know that that, that word, just like megachurch, can be used in like a derogatory or like mm-hmm. insulting way. Mm-hmm. If people are genuinely seeking God, I I do think that, like you said earlier, having a church that is sensitive to people that are specifically seeking, I don't see anything necessarily wrong. As long as you're not compromising the gospel and you're not heretical, people need to like make this differentiation between heresy Uh and spectrums of maturity or whatever it is. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so all all that to say, um, Louis's not preaching anything wrong. No, yeah. So it's not. It's not wrong. It's simple. Right. Yeah. Right. And 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 to your point, like when I came back to the Lord at uh, at thirty one, like, yeah, dude, I, I like if you try to talk to me about, you know, uh, <laughs> reformed theology or whatever, I, I would have been like, what are you talking about? I yeah, needed to yeah, hear. I, yeah. I needed to hear. I, I I love how Keller says every we all come to God because we want something from Him, but mm-hmm. if we don't eventually begin to come to Him strictly for Him. Ooh. We'll never fully know him. Dang, that's a good so, quote, so dude. I've think, never yeah, heard that. Tim, so. um, that's Danny. That's a Danny original. No, that was Tim. It was in a, it's in a, you know what's funny? It's like Reasons for God. I just went, that book, 
like his main book other than meaning of marriage reasons for god it's like mm-hmm. his he's like his mere christianity oh, yeah, yeah. it's amazing mm-hmm. and of yeah. course it is but i've always yeah, like yeah. Oh, i don't need that one i'll get the william lynn craig because yeah, i already yeah, know yeah. tim and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. it's like no Did, okay didn't you feel like it was a little bit though it was a little like like i didn't need those arguments because 101 I, though yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's really, really good arguments. It's mere Christianity. It's, it's 101. Christianity. It's 101. It's, it's really good arguments for like... If, if you... It, if, it, if, well, it, yeah. what it is, it's, it's a Tim sermon where if you're like the secular or on the fence intellectual uh-huh. and you're like, uh-huh. eh, and then he's like, well, here's why... I just crushed all your secularists. Like, yeah, I don't know. In the end, yeah. dude, he gets pretty good. Like, he gets he gets pretty the the, the mm. deepest one. I would say the meatiest one, rather, is where he talks about he does the moral argument, which we've discussed a million times. But yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. when he talked about, and this is something in apologetics, super quick that I, I've I've been learning about, which is super complicated for me, and I'm trying to learn it. But it's like the whole idea of like you have no presupposition for logic at all without faith, and, and I don't even mm. fully understand. Mm. But it's like. Mm. You take it on faith, the atheist takes it on faith that gravity is going to weigh him down every day. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, it always has. But what evidence do you have to say that the next day is going to be like the last? Mm-hmm. You're still taking it on faith that somehow there's logic in mm-hmm. any way. So anyway. You, yeah, you still have faith. Yeah. You, yeah, you have confidence, which is Latin, confide, with faith. So, hmm. um, yeah, um, I got lost. But so So, okay, so some of the other things... What are the advantages of a biblical small church? More intimate community, more opportunity. Wait, 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 real quick. You were uh, sorry because I I, yeah. I threw us off. You were saying that there are people who go to Passion or let's say a big church mm-hmm. that they like the non-accountability yes. or they like yeah. And honestly, but 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 what can you do? I don't with that person though, like, right? Like, and honestly, like I don't. You can't. Bl- well, you, it's his sovereignty. <laughs> no, I'm just I, honestly, ah! I'm just kidding. I don't. To some degree, it's like look. You can you, that you can't look, avoid that. That look, person's everywhere. That person's everywhere. That person's and we, everywhere. And, and as much as it it frustrates us, we can't control them. That's funny. <laughs> that's and honestly, but honestly, like here's the thing too. Like here's the thing too. You go to passion. If you want to plug in, you, you as awkward as it may be for a while, and as hard as it may be, and as lonely as it may be, it was for me in 2019 until yeah. I met you guys. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. Lynn Tanner and my yeah. Fight Club, as as hard as it may be. If you go to that, and I think probably any main <clears throat> Orthodox church, no matter how mega they are, you can go to mm-hmm. Buckhead Church, which everybody talks about as like the lukewarmest of the lukewarm church. Mm-hmm. I bet, though, if you wanted to, bro, you could go to Buckhead Church. And you could find, if you really wanted, you could find some guys that were on fire and that mm-hmm. who had a small group. How much mm-hmm. responsibility is it, obviously, is it honestly of passions to where they need to make sure that you're f- fully spiritually fed and you're walk every step of the way? Yeah. Find some they, believers, they they link can. up, yeah. get some brothers, yeah. and start holding. That's what I did. Like, and, yeah. and it, it's yeah. like you have to like make your way and find your way. Mm-hmm. It's not Louis's mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. to make sure mm-hmm. that every single individual grows in secession. Yeah, you know? as, as as much as me, we like we might want to point our finger and be like, "But you're not a real Christian." Yeah, exactly. Like, look, dude. dude, that that person that w- w- we've used the fish analogy. That person is going to continue to cycle in milk for as long as they is as long as like there's no at what point at what point you can't it, do anything. Yeah, to it's that like person. no one at Passion had to tell me like, "Hey, you know." You should go like Louis never had to tell me. Hey, by the way, you you could also go study. Um, uh, the church fathers, Irenaeus, or yeah. or 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 whoever you know, yeah. or, or or Calvin, or yeah. or or or, or uh, Wesley, or whoever. Mm-hmm. I just did that because yeah. I wanted yeah. to know more. Right, right. right. So right. it's like right. it's like it's it, it becomes to where it's like 
at some point, and we'll, we'll, we'll come full circle on the fish thing, at some point, the fish, I think it's the fish's responsibility to say, I'm not just going to keep swimming in this milk pond. I'm yep. going to go find other ponds, and then I'm going to come back. Yep. And, yeah, so. Dude, I, I have encountered so much, and I think this is why, dude, if you ever get back on social media, you should get on TikTok and see some of the apologists on there. There are so many people who grew up in a milk church. They've never had anything but milk. And when they encounter these atheist arguments, they're like, oh, I've never heard that before. Right. And it's right. like, bro, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, have you ever Googled William, well, people, yeah. Sir William Lane Craig? Dude, like, ever? That, Sir William <laughs> Lane Craig is freaking awesome, dude. Like, oh. you, like, like, no, they've just never. Have you ever watched him? Have you ever watched him or James just White mantle just, somebody? Just, just, that's what, like, super side note. When I hear guys like, and I love Rogan, dude. Like, mm -hmm. but like when I see guys who like. Oh, you have no idea, yeah, dude. Yeah. You guys think Hitchens and Harris are like these gods, no yeah. pun intended, and like, dude, yeah, no, yeah. like, dude. But um, but uh, it it is sad. But to no, be people deconstruct away from mega churches. It's like, oh, you literally there's terrible teaching. You went there was to no a, teaching. You went to a milk church. Yeah, you went to a milk church, and then you just never decided to to like seek anything outside of that. You what did, was your faith actually based on? Yeah, how much of an attempt did you do to like do any research at all? But Dude, that is what that is what I think so many people do, and and I don't, dude, I don't, I'm not, I'm not blaming passion for this because as we've said, passion is a feeder church; it gets a lot of people in there, and it is their job to grow and move on and and, and want to study deeper deeper things and grow in their relationship with God. That's not passion's responsibility, but it is sad when you see this 15 years down the road because people have gone to a milk church and these arguments come up and it's like, dude, I think people just take the path of least resistance in, in everything in life. They're just lazy. And it's like, yeah, if you've had a pastor who, who has just given simple sermons for, for 20 years, then when you, when you encounter somebody who's like, Hey, but didn't God create evil? It's like, Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Andrew just convulsed. So check this out. So Bree and I are in school in New Testament. We're almost wrapped up. Um we went through uh Romans a couple months ago. And obviously we went through Romans one. And we went through what Romans said Romans one says about certain specific sins that are very accepted in our culture. Yeah. She was having a conversation. I'm not going to name the names, but she was having, they'll never listen to this podcast, but she was having a conversation in the oval at mm. passion with a door holder, two door holders that have been there for a long time. Amazing people. Hmm. Way older than us. And explaining these theological truths Brie was to them about about homosexuality. What? And they didn't like deny it. Right. But you could just tell that they that had never like obviously it's like, oh, that's a quote unquote sin, but like the the, the eternal Brother, I'm just loving people. I'm just well, out here focusing Brie, on loving people. Well, <laughs> well it's funny you say that because Brie was like Brie, like Brie was crying and convicted at the fact that so Brie's a hairdresser and she knows yeah. a lot of people in that lifestyle and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. And she 
because of the steak that she had fed on from from the class, from the Squares S and T class. Yeah, she came to the actual realization, which is true, is that if these people don't repent, mm-hmm. yeah. like all of us, not yeah. just homosexuals, yeah. but like if if somebody, it's a guy sleeping with whatever it is, but mm-hmm. this was specific. She has she knows people, deep yeah. relationships with people that are like that are that are in that. Yeah, um, that she cares about, mm-hmm. and it it like it it weighed on her heart and uh she was telling them like yeah like this is this is this is serious and mm-hmm. it they were just kind of like well never really thought about it, you know blah, blah, blah. it's like you could tell like they were that type of like had it really ventured out of yeah so so do, so, do, so, do, so 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 that do, to your what, point what, is like the what, people that are like like <laughs> You hear an atheist make a point about like, well, 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 why did God put the? Tr- <laughs> it's like, it's like you have to, you have to feed on something to yeah. be able to regurgitate, yeah, uh, uh, truth. And and also, I the the, the 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 James White part of me hates it when people are like, just love people, man. It's like, no, let's, well, that's not loving true. people though. Yeah, if you're, ah, if right, you're right, 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 you right. know what I mean. Yes, yes, you can, but like, dude. Atheist? Being nice isn't loving people. Maybe, but but like, there's a difference between like being yeah, kind yeah. or like, yeah, yeah. That like, dude, your your kids who are gonna grow up around atheists and secular people, you can only just love people. You, you know, at some point, smiling and and singing somebody a lullaby on their way to either hell or even 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 like on bad theology yeah. is not loving, dude. Ask, allow your kids, allow people around, encourage, dude, I love it. Are you kidding me? I love it when somebody asks me like a thorny theological question. That's like me and Daniel's favorite thing. Yeah. But it's like to just say, oh, you just need to just focus on love, loving people like God is love. I don't, you know, (laughs) to quote Tupac, only, only God, not to say only God can judge me, but like only God can judge them. Yeah. Like, um, you know, but dude. I, the, the more I think about it, I really like the the, the 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 use of the word milk because Jesus says you can have the faith of a child. He says, "Come to me like a child." He says, um, "If you have the faith of a child, you know." Um, he 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 says great things about. I'm blanking on the verse, but basically, if you have the faith of a child, that that's a great thing in Jesus's eyes. And that faith of a child goes along with milk because a a child drinks milk. And so it is fine to drink on milk. That's totally fine. But um, and even Second Peter, I believe, says never forget the spiritual milk or something. I'm paraphrasing, but it's like it's like always be never forget the simple gospel. I think that's something you and I probably have to always remember is that like as much as we love theology and apologetics, it it really is that a personal God died for us to reconcile us back to Him. That's the gospel, yeah. You know, and 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 yeah. But but I guess if if somebody if 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 somebody's kid comes to them one day and says, you know, is being a homosexual a sin? And you say, I just think we need to love people. They are going to hear a better argument from a secular or an atheist person right. later. Like we have to give them the tools and the one hundred percent, yeah, the good arguments to actually like talk about this stuff. And it's like. Well, this is God's design. Like we are tinkering with God's design, and I, I don't. I, I like to approach that whole conversation by by talking about God's design and intent. Like it's not to say homosexuals are going to hell. It's like, well, are people who have sex outside of marriage going to hell? Like, let's anyway. Let's talk about like God's design and not you know. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, so what are advantages of a biblical church? Uh, more opportunity to meet people who are newer to their faith. Uh, another thing of, of a mega church is that there's just, I feel like there's constantly new people kind of coming and going. Mm. And like, if you get, and that can be good if you're into that, if right. you want new people for your Bible study or if you want to grow a group. But also, as we saw with, with my social group at Passion in 2020, like, it can also mean poof, like a, a, a lot of people are gone all of a sudden too. Um, are there any, I, yeah, go ahead. Are there, are there any like, so in terms of advantages to, so we talked about people flying under the radar, but it's, it's like pretty much unavoidable for people to fly under the radar and like, cause we can't control them. But is there, are, would you say there's any advantages? What are some advantages you would say of like a smaller church? Uh, so just from the experience that I have, if it's solid, um, the advantage to a less seeker sensitive church, let's say, mm-hmm. is that you have more of a, 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 a uh, an emphasis placed on discipleship. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's more of an emphasis placed on spiritual growth, spiritual formation, yeah. disciplines, yeah. um, uh, let's just be real. It's, it's less about the lights and the show and mm-hmm. the, and the perfection and the worship mm-hmm. and the production. And I, guys, I serve on production. Like I love production, yeah. but it's, it's less about, again, it's always a balancing act, right? So it's mm-hmm. less about, you'll have more, it's, it's more raw. It's like, it's the same mm-hmm. way that like, it's the same way that like your favorite indie band mm-hmm. versus like your favorite, like, like when you listen to like, the first album from like some indie band like Nirvana when they were before they got signed versus like their magnum opus or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's like a purity to mm-hmm. and this may not be the best analogy, but there's like a purity and a simpleness to like mm-hmm. the before and then the per- perfect molded. Mm-hmm. It may be more grand and more of a spectacle, but yeah. it's more polished and it's it it, it might lack a little bit of a, so the so the smaller church may have just. Maybe more character is not the right term, but it'll just it's it's more raw. Like when yeah. you went to the square, when you and Katya came to the square that day, dude. it was like it was just super raw, right? It was oh no, just... it was good, dude. I like look, here's the thing. Actually at Square and at the Acts twenty nine church I was going to, I get actually interesting sermons. It's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's like, dang, that sermon hit me. And that's like a great feeling when you go to church, you know? But but where where I am right now is like I, I feel I rarely feel that way about a sermon at Passion, but that's fine because I'm an adult and I can feed myself. Totally. And I had a coffee you know? with a with a with a guy who's been at the square forever uh, a week ago, and he said that one thing that they're they are looking to find more things to do is find ways for people to serve. So you see what I'm saying? So it's like it's give and take on huh. both sides. So it's like right, Passion, passion may not tons have of, tons of ways for you to serve. Dude, like, yeah, exactly. So, like, while passion may not have the spiritual stake or whatever that the square does, and uh, guys, just assume that when we say passion in the square, we're just meaning like, right? If you have no idea, these churches are big church, small church, because these are the like clearest examples. Or Andrew Zach's twenty nine church that he abandoned. So, uh, (laughs) uh, no, just kidding. Uh, uh, While while the square may have, let's say, meatier sermons or more of a focus on formation and stuff like that, passion, like, dude, Mm -hmm. like. Mm-hmm. I cannot think of a better way. Like, dude, Love Atlanta is going to be in a couple of, uh, like, a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. Dude, 
they're going to be planting trees, painting yeah. elementary schools in like bad yeah. neighborhoods. Like, yeah. they, like there are so many ways to yeah. s- to be, be awesome. the hands and feet. Yeah. Which passion does that better than anybody? Yeah, giving yeah. backpacks to kids for like, one week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Sorry, Louis. Um, no, dude. I I I think like the like dude. I I that that's what we got at the square and at Acts twenty nine is like. Dang, I'm actually gonna hear an interesting message that's gonna like make me think. Yeah, I'm actually gonna get fed at the sermon on Sunday, which is exciting. But also, like, I'm also an adult and I can like get a Tim Tim sermon too. Yeah, you know. So like, as much as I love that, it's like I, I think I think the the deal. You know, I dude, I really sought the Lord's voice on this, and part of us coming back to passion was like serving the reason we're back at passion is because we really want to serve yeah and and we love the fact that they bring so many people in the doors and 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 i love to serve and like mentor and lead bible studies and things like that that's the reason i'm back but there's there's other people who like you know go to the square and it's like man i am learning so much from this these messages each sunday and from these classes and from my discipleship group that like i have to be here like yeah. this is where God has me, and so I feel like both right now. <laughs> That's like, yeah. Um, it's like it's like guys, wherever you are on the spectrum, it's just like, are you following the Lord's voice? Are you surrendering? Yeah. What my counselor told me this week: Are you surrendering to the Spirit's work in your life right now? Right, and I, because for yeah, some people that means go back to passion. For some people that means stay at the square. You know, I think that, I think that, and I've really prayed on this, and I think that. I think classically, before the internet, let's say, like the main reason that you would be at a church would be because of the pastor, right? Like because you agreed with, I mean, not just the pastor, but like it start, that was the biggest reason. Like you agreed with his preaching theologically, mm-hmm. you were fed by him. Right. The you, sermons on yeah. Sundays were how you were most spiritually fed, right? Yeah, but there's more to it, more to a church than Absolutely, the 100%. Yeah. Uh, I would honestly say, Koinonia in the community that that should oh, yeah. be before any. I mean that's Acts Acts two more than anything. Yeah, but yeah, um, uh, I, I would just say that um, I think now with the internet, I don't think it's. And I've really thought through this. And if you have a biblical precedent to correct me, feel free. But I feel like God's view may be like well. You can listen to James White, Tim, mm-hmm. Douglas Wilson, mm-hmm. Matt Chandler. You can you can pull up Spurgeon sermons mm-hmm. right now. Uh, uh, you can you can pull up somebody reading Spurgeon sermons, dude. Yeah, yeah. You can pull up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be weird to hear, like. Spurgeon. But yeah, yeah. You can you can pull up. Uh, you can pull up the Church Fathers. You mm-hmm. can go study all this. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do on Sundays or Saturday? Or like on a what is your like? Mm-hmm. My whole point is that. If you're at a church, I don't think that anymore, especially with the internet, where you can get you can find steak and whatever you need to. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I don't think that there's anything wrong with finding a place where serving is like where can I best be serve people? Now it should be orthodox. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it should be yeah. uh, you know, uh, in line with your values and your your theology yeah. to a degree. Um 
but it doesn't have to just be, well, Louis, I feel the most fed with Louis sermons, or I feel the most fed with uh, Andy sermons right. or something like that. No, you can go to a church and serve and be a part of a community and be and be in, in fellowship with believers mm-hmm. and have your small group and have your guys, your Tims or whoever that you listen to, and then pour back Because life out. is about you. It's about picking It's about your a la carte Christianity. A la carte I want, I want a little bit of Tim. A little I want bit a little Tim. bit of Louis. It's all about me. It's just, <sighs> Let me dip my toe in reform. Oh, just too, too mean. Let me go over here. <laughs> I want a spiritual experience. I'm going to listen to some... Be- yeah, so that's what you want to do. Um, but uh, What do you yeah. think about that, though? What do you think about... Do you think that's being a la carte, or do you think that that's... No, 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 dude. I think it's because so the verse that I was gonna say dude, is dude, the dude. verse that I was gonna say real quick was when Paul's like, some may say I follow Paul or I follow Apollos, and he's like, no, I follow you follow Jesus. So it's like mm. when people That's people I feel like people in the verse. last fifty years have been like, well, I'm a I attend this guy's right, church. I right, attend this right. guy's church. It's like the pastor plays uh-huh. one role. Uh-huh. Granted, it's a large dude, role. Yeah, I, it, I think yeah. I think your brain, dude. I have always felt this way that like. We put so much emphasis on the pastor and point. the sermons. Yes. And it's like and it's like to your point, like a church is about much more than that. And that would have what made is, more sense pre internet. Like Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like what is the to just solely evaluate a church based on the preaching of the pastor seems Right. Like excluding heresy. Like yeah, yeah, like, it, the, it, like yeah. Yeah, it seems like not particularly in line with Acts because Acts says, you know, they studied the word and they broke bread together and they spent every day together. Notice none of the letters, none of the epistles address the pastor of that church. Yeah. None of them. Dude, it's true. It was always addressed to all the believers. Yeah. Yeah. And notice that as messed up as some of the churches were, like let's just take Corinth, mm-hmm. there's nothing ever in them about, now granted they didn't have all the options, but it was never like- It's like, you, get that pastor out Move of to Ephesus. Or, but it was never also like, yeah. move to Ephesus, move to Colossae. It was always like, figure right. this out. Right, guys, right, figure right. this out. Right, right, like, right. This, right. Is the, this is it. And granted, again, different time. Doesn't mean, again, guys, if you're going to a heretical right. church or- Right. Yeah, Paul never, Paul never was like, you know what we need to do? We need to get that head pastor out of there. Never. We need to get a new, a new pastor. Unless it was like a deep <laughs> sin issue, like, like, like it, there was never. Yeah, Paul, Paul never talks about a, um, a singular like, but like, like, yeah, he never yeah. talks about getting, getting, getting a person out of there. Anyway, really lost the other thing I was going to talk about. <sighs> anyway, guys, whatever you know, like, just follow your truth. Yeah, stop and stop, honestly. <laughs> Stop putting the church as your idol. And when I say that, I mean like I found that I was like, oh, oh, dude. I spent a long time yeah. where I was so much more focused on Christendom than mm-hmm. I was on Jesus, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. dude, I, that's so exhausting. Mm-hmm. And it's like having like having have to have places like, and it, sometimes you just got to remember like a lot of these guys have been following the Lord for a long time, mm-hmm. and God moves, His Spirit moves in many many places mm-hmm. and the best you can do is pray about it discern study the word yeah find places where you can feed on as 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 as, as, as dense of food as, as mm-hmm. spiritual food as you mm-hmm. can find and help other people yeah. yeah dude and what i was gonna say is i think it's totally fine to attend one church and be serving at another church i think that's totally fine where do you be- tithe huh where do you tithe at one of them which one doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> what about both? It's all. What about a split tithe? 
I am part of the the big C church. I am part of the church. Yeah, the so alacart. Church. So alacart it. Yeah. It's kind of what I'm doing. <laughs> um, no, but dude, I think I think it's totally fine to be committed to one church and also be serving at another church because, to be honest, most people are committed to one church and not even serving. Period. Totally. And to your so... point, well, also to your point about not having elders and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it's like okay, well. The churches aren't necessarily structured historically, biblically. So, mm. in the realm that we have, in, in the realm that they exist, in the way that they exist, it kind of makes sense to where, okay, well, if I if I if I don't have access to this type of mm-hmm. uh, part of the body, let's say the the, the big yeah. C church, yeah. well, I am going to attend like uh, Church of the Apostles, right? Mm-hmm. I sometimes attend their Tuesday morning. Uh, it's called Hub. Oh, uh, and it's uh, it's very what you would think of a conservative Just white guys in suits reformed uh, so racist crowd right. No. <laughs> but I get I love the teaching and like there's nothing wrong with me. It's it's like well why aren't you at Passion on Tuesday morning? Why aren't you at the, and, and then this check it out. The Square <laughs> has a worship day mm-hmm. or worship morning uh, that same morning, but I don't go to that one. I go to the one on Thursday normally. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. it's like. And they're completely different crowds, but it's yeah, like yeah. I'm getting something from both of them, and it's like and 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 yeah, yeah so no, dude, totally. And like, I'm getting what I need from my my walk, and <laughs> and that's what matters. It's about me. It's about me. That's guys. Yeah, just to sum it up, a la carte Christianity. A la carte Christianity. Um, that's what the, that's what this that's what this episode. It, it's, like, it's like Chipotle. It's like Chipotle Christianity. Chipotle Christianity. <laughs> dude, have you it's, had Kaba? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, like yeah, Chipotle yeah. mixed with Zoe's. Dude, our... So good. Yeah, yeah. Flower Child is like... Flower Child's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you spend $30, but it's good. Oh, yeah, You yeah. buy you, a sweet potato costs $1,000, but it's... $1,000 really sweet good. potato. But yeah, it's healthy. It's organic. All right, guys. I think we've talked about this for a while. So, in, in summation, small churches are good. Big churches are good. Uh, you got to go wherever the Holy Spirit's leading you. Yeah. Any, any closing thoughts? Um... As Joel Osteen says, it's on the way. You thought that big house wasn't going to come through, but I'm telling you, it's on the way. You this thought that promotion is wasn't coming. What it says about me is true. You thought that big promotion wasn't going to come, but I'm telling you, it's on the way. Dude, I was watching this uh, YouTube video today about mega churches where they were saying <laughs> that, uh, did, did you know at the Benny Hinn things, if somebody has like a, 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 a big, uh, uh, disability or something they pull them 100 percent. The yeah isn't that insane yes that's guys that's <laughs> not the type of church we're talking about as a man we're, yeah that's that's wait 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 you that's got, a scam wait, wait you're missing a limb no no, yeah, no. Come god's on, come on, jesus isn't gonna heal they that. call they call them uh uh receivers or catchers or something like that yeah, yeah they'll yeah. be like no 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 jesus have you heard of costy like hen oh yeah he's, yeah he's, he's like super reformed now yeah, yeah he's exposing yeah. his dad yeah his uncle yeah all right guys thanks for hanging out peace